Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast in my head. I'm your host, Jonah D. And before we dive into today's topics, I have one thing to ask you. Have you done your daily dose of breathing? Because if not, fear not, for I am here to guide you on the path of oxygen. So, we are going to breathe in, and we are going to breathe out. And just like, hmm, hmm, just like a jar of, I don't know, I was going to say like Belle Delphine's bathwater or something, but I feel like that's kind of dated. Uh, we can't just go for more than one dip, okay? So we're going to breathe in. And we're going to breathe out. Ah, there. Much better. Guys, what has been going on with y'all since the last time we spoke? I know it's been so long. Like, we have so much catching up to do. And, like, I just don't understand how we're going to have time for it all. Oh, man. It has been an exciting week, guys, on social media. Fighting the patriarchy. Yes, yes, guys. The patriarchy. Now, now, I know that this might be something that I haven't said maybe too clearly here on the podcast in my head. However, we here on the podcast in my head do fully believe that it does exist. I know, guys. I know. I know. Hear me out, y'all. People want to say. People want to say that it doesn't. We actually live in a female-run society. No, no. Social media is the female-run society. I'm sorry. I'm saying female. Social media is the women-ran um, facility, okay? And the real world is the man-run facility, okay? Like, you guys ever wonder why on social media, you know, Facebook, Twitter, all that good shit, why you guys always seem to see that women can get away with so much more on social media than men besides having their asses out? That is one thing that social media... 30% of the time is actually good about, but women will find creative ways to, thir- tra- uh, to thirst trap uh, if they want to. But yeah, it really does, okay? Now, hear me out on this, guys. Hear me out on this. This is going to be a little bit choppy, which is, but it's fine because we all know that only guys are going to want to listen to this anyway. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Well, what a guy want to listen to? No, they wouldn't want to talk about how it's real. They, ladies would want to hear me talk about why the patriarchy is real. And it's fine that it's choppy because a lot of their ideas are also choppy and don't make sense to a lot of dudes. So I think we'll get along on this one, okay? <clears throat> now, first of all, guys, what we have to understand, okay, is that patriarchy is not just, okay, women get to grab on men whenever they, or I'm sorry, men get to grab on women whenever they want to. And nobody does anything about it, okay? That's not that's not what we're talking about. Definitely goes into it. It's definitely a part of it, but it's not what we're talking to talking about, okay? We're talking about a society that has been formed, molded, shaped, whatever you want to call it, largely by men. And that I agree with. I agree with that. Okay. Yeah, men definitely built our society. Men definitely uh, dominated our society. I will say I don't find that to be so much true in 2022. However, we are still dealing with the effects of it, and it's not the same thing. See, 
the popular narrative is that we still live in that same male-dominated society. And what I'm going to argue that really separates us from the now, from the us of then, is that, one, there is a significant less dependence on physical strength than there has uh, really ever been throughout our, our history when society was getting formed and it was patriarchal. Understand that the societies were patriarchal because it had the highest rate of survival. At least this is just what I believe. I'm sorry. We believe here on the podcast in my head, okay? And I really want you to think about this, okay? So I want you to imagine that you are living somewhere where at any point in time, okay, even just your average house cat could easily overpower and kill you. Okay, because house cats didn't exist back then. It was saber-toothed tigers, okay? Your cute little dog was a big-ass wolf. Actually, dogs are related to bears from what I understand. So think of a bear just just casually. You're just seeing bears just casually coming through, walking through your neighborhood. You would be freaked the hell out. So you see these large creatures take down other large creatures, including people. People's kids are getting snatched. People, People are getting snatched left and right. What are you going to do? Well, at those times, they decided, all right, we're going to let the guys handle this one, seeing as they have a better chance of choking out that tiger than I do, generally speaking, especially back then, okay, when food wasn't as abundant and workout programs didn't exist. So your working out was going out and working out. But see, the problem is that you can't have your women going out there and working out because if your women get killed by animals, then your whole place dies. So you kind of have to keep them safe, especially considering that it takes so long for them to have kids. I know, guys, I'm really long explaining this one, but I'm I'm going into this detail because I know for at least a lot of guys, I don't know about women, but a lot of this stuff seems to go over men's heads, okay? So I'm trying to explain this in the best way that I can so that a guy will get it, okay? Deal with my mansplaining for just a few more minutes, okay? So you can't have the women go out and hunt because if they go out and get killed, well, then they can't be here to procreate. And seeing as, you know, tribes were kind of groups and not big cities like we have now, it would kind of be a good good thing for women to be able to procreate. So we put them in this position where they were protected. Now, if men were, if I'm sorry, if women were able to have kids as often as men were able to get women pregnant, I actually don't believe that it would be the same. I think women would have been right there out there, but it's because they have that incubation period of nine months that uh, really sets a difference. Also, the fact that even though pregnant women can do a lot of fantastic things, I have a hard time believing that your mobility or your, um, what's the word I want to use for it? Your mobility or just your general range of motion is not affected by pregnancy, especially in the third trimester. You could convince me of it. I'm sure you could. I just don't see physically how that's not a thing, okay? So, so they were put into these roles where they were to be protected for that reason, and then what happened? Well, societies became more developed, and there became less of a need, not a non-existent need, but less of a need for women to be protected in the way that they are, okay? Now, in between, you know, those caveman days and where we are now, there was a lot of um, 
horrible, unfortunate things that were done to uh, these women as, or not these women, just that were done to women as a result of men. And there were a lot of injustices that went unchecked all for the sake of, okay, well, yeah, you know, she got the shit beat out of her, but look at these other, I don't know, like 10 women who are perfectly fine. I mean, we got to take care of the ones that are fine. Yeah. One getting beaten up every now and again, isn't, isn't all that bad. At least that was what I'm assuming their mindset was at that time. Now, who's this? Um, As that has evolved, we know that those numbers have gone up exponentially. And it's weird because even though we have, hold on, hold on. I feel like I'm actually, even though this is a huge circle within itself, I think I'm talking myself into another circle. It's like the infinity thing. Um, Shit, what was was my whole point? But I was talking about, oh yes, okay. The roots of patriarchy, all right. And, hold on, noise outside. I'm not exactly sure. I, I, I will 100% admit, I am not exactly sure where the actual um, hatred started to come in. I actually blame religion for this. We talked about this, ooh, I want to say in season three. I might look around and find that one just to reference that one for you. Scribble that down real quick. But um, I, essentially, I actually hold a lot of uh, sexism on the shoulders of religion because, I mean, hell, even just the Bible, it all started with that. Well, not all started, but when uh, Eve got charmed by that snake to eat the fruit, if you believe that. Okay. Now, I think a lot of it comes from that comes from that story because a a ridiculous amount of people do believe that crazier than I would ever think anybody would, especially in 2022, considering the amount of information that we have available to us and the fact that you see God's creations and how they're fucking up and you really believe that that's a benevolent, whatever, whatever, whatever (laughs) guys, we're going off the rails here. Now, uh, religion aside, uh, I think that's where a lot of this uh, foundation for misogyny has come from. I know we're talking about patriarchy and now we were talking about misogyny and the things are kind of, they go hand in hand, all right? Patriarchy is the roots and trunk, but uh, misogyny is just one of the flowers, okay? So, um, yeah, especially with religion being as strong as it was in those days, because at those times where things were so uncertain and there were no answers for much of anything, uh, religion was really all that people could turn to because it made the most sense. I mean, hell, again, we have even more information now than we ever had back then, and people still believe in it. So imagine what it was like when you didn't have any answers. You just listened to what your parents told you, or what your older sibling told you, or what, you know, the village elder told you. And that is where a lot of these uh, misogynist principles come into play, okay, or or came into it. Of one person believing the other person, you know, when you... tell one person a story, it's never the same. They always change it when it goes to somebody else. And then at the end of the day, you know, you have this thing where they're saying like, oh, women can't cook, which it's stupid, even though all the best chefs in the world are men. Well, not all, but most of the world's best chefs are men, but that's besides the point. Hell, my girlfriend was watching an anime about this girl who just wanted to be a fucking painter, like, like an artist. And she wanted to go to art school. And they were like, what? Girls can't draw. Girls can't be artists. Like, how? Like, how do you quantify that? 
Like, did you get 10 random women and 10 random dudes told them to draw a smiley face? And those 10 dudes happened to be, you know, Picasso, Michelangelo and shit. I, I know Picasso was a sculptor. No, I'm sorry. Michelangelo was a sculptor. Picasso was a painist, uh, paintist, artist. Guys, I'm all over myself today. It, it is, it is. The HD is in full swing, people. <laughs> um, and that was where y'all came up from that like women can't be artists or that like women can't cook, you know, but, um, it's definitely there guys. It's definitely there. And the way that it translates into today, because I know there are a lot of guys and I've said this myself. Okay. So I understand where it comes from. All right. There are a lot of men that are going to say, okay, well, that's them. And I didn't do it, which is true, which is true. It was them. And the men that are alive today did not do it. But see, here's the thing. You could make an argument. I'm sorry, not even making an argument because it, it, it is straight facts. You can look at it like that of the, well, it was them and it's not me. However, that doesn't do anything to actually fix the problem. And don't worry, I actually to a degree hold women to the same extent because I on social media every single day, just as many times as I see uh, men who are clear uh, byproducts of this patriarchy that we live in, I see just as many women, if not more, who are who will talk about how we live in a patriarchy are fully aware that we live in a patriarchy and how it and how uh, so much of our society's misogyny stems from that but will then willingly perpetuate that same uh, like will help perpetuate the patriarchy at the exact same time okay so what I mean by that is uh, I'll give you guys a great example okay? So something that I think is uh, highly, uh, maybe not necessarily rooted in uh, with a patriarchy system, but is definitely misogynist, is when a man has interest in a woman, okay, he goes up to her, hey, I think you're beautiful, I'd like to take you out sometime, yada, yada, yada. And the woman says, no, I'm not interested in whatever way she says it. Let's say she says it in the absolute, you know, nicest, bestest way possible. Oh, thank you very much. After consideration of your offer, I would like to decline, whatever, however she does it. And then what is, and then what do you see your guys, what do you see your guys do? They go, nah, fucking bitch. Nah, she's a bitch anyway. Ah, oh, she's a whore anyway. Ah, oh, she's a slut. Oh, you were ugly. Yeah, I wasn't really interested in you. It was just a joke. God, first of all. It's weak as hell to do that. It's weak, okay? It is weak. If you were interested in somebody and you say that just because you got shot down, you're immature. And that person, thankfully for them, saw whatever it was in you, uh, saw that immaturity in you and turned you down before you caused them however many months or years of misery you were going to cause them. So first of all, that's fucking weak to say that to somebody. But I saw this lady, and I've been interacting with her post over the last few days because it seems to be really split on this. But essentially, uh, she showed a screenshot. It was only two messages. The first was from the gentleman to her and then from her back to the gentleman. Okay. So as follows, it said, I'm not looking for anything serious right now either. And then she replies with, you don't earn enough money for me to take you seriously. And they're so, and that's it, guys. And then, oh, I'm sorry. I have to, I do have to add on top of this, though. Uh, the audio that she happened to use for this video 
and it said, uh, do you have any idea how that could be offensive? And then her mouthing along with it, yeah, that's why I said it. All right. And in the comments, comments are all full of people, um, mainly women that are going, as you should have, that's the way to do it. Oh my God, queen, you dropped this crown. You, you know, you did this and that and, and great and great. And uh, somebody said, like, dudes be having no job, no car, no place, no respect, and yet they be wanting something from you. And she's, and it, it, it was a real fire, a real, real fire. I'm actually going to run over to it real quick just because I want to get another look for these comments. It was so, it was so, oh, what's the word I want to use for it? It was so... Oh, satisfying? Sorry, I had a bit of it playing in the background, guys. Uh, so I just said, men, just be honest about what you want. It's better than wasting her time, says what he wants. Well, you're broke anyways, so... And it's very interesting because I've seen so many. I've seen so, so many from women that are talking about how... Uh, a guy was taking them out and he had no interest in being with them and he didn't say nothing and how their time were wasted or how, you know, a guy told them that he was super interested in them and then he just ended up ghosting them or, and just completely wasting their time. And they say, if you communicate, why can't you just tell somebody that you're not interested? Why can't you just tell somebody that you're not serious? And then you see where you tell somebody that you're serious and then they respond with, you don't make enough money for me to take you seriously. You see what I mean, people? You see, like, you don't see how that's the exact same. It's it's not the exact same in terms of what they are basing your value on. But the fact that they would respond with that shows, again, that they're immature, even though this lady looks like she's in her mid-30s. Uh, it's extremely immature. It's uh, really damaging to the other person, uh, especially considering that they haven't done anything wrong to you. But I digress on, on all this shit about why this lady is wrong. My point is that right there is perpetuating the exact same behavior that women deem so misogynistic when men do it. And this isn't blaming women. I'm not saying because of her that that's why, you know, uh, women get that unfortunate uh, treatment that they do. Because I'll tell you guys, it's fucking horrible. It is fucking horrible to have somebody say to you after you said, well, no, thank you. For them to say, mm, well, I wasn't serious. It was a joke. Oh, well, you were ugly anyway. I've had it happen to me. Not very often because I actually am ugly. But, you know, for regular looking people, that could be really, really damaging. It, it fe but you can't you can't sit here and say, I don't like it when these groups, uh, when this kind of person does something to this kind of person, especially when it's as broad and as general as men and women. It's too very it's it's about as broad as you can get. OK, I, you, I don't like it when men do this to women, but you can't do these kinds of things to men back. Oh, wait. Hold on, guys. We are forgetting something. We're forgetting one thing. And, and then I know, I know, I'm, I'm going to get back to talking about patriarchy and misogyny. It's all a circle, okay, guys? It's an infinity loop, all right? Um, one thing that we're forgetting is that there is a newer term out there, phrase or whatever you want to call it. It's a uh, phenomenon, uh, uh, I'm sorry, phenomena, 
and it's the oppressor versus oppressed, okay? And oh, to dumb this one down for you guys, it is essentially the answer that every social justice group uses for their justification of treating who they perceive as their enemy any way that they want to, okay? So pretty much what that means is if you hit me, I get to... If if you hit me, I get to hit you back twice. Once because you hit me, and again because there was a time before when you also did it, right? Or like, let's say like a bully, for example. That was a horrible example, all right? A bully, okay? A bully is not somebody who one day decides to take your lunch money once and they never do it again. That's not a bully. That's just an asshole, right? A bully is somebody who does it repeatedly, who does it, you know, on a consistent basis, Okay. Let us say that you decide that you were going to punch your bully in the face because you're tired of his shit, okay? So you punch your bully in the face, and he's there, he's laying on the ground, his face is bleeding, maybe you broke his nose or whatever. You hurt him, knock some teeth out, he's hurt, okay? So you see him uh, next day, next week, whatever. You see him at school again. He doesn't say nothing to you. He doesn't do nothing to you. He has learned, you know, his his place at least. He might still be a bully, but he at least ain't bullying you, okay? He knows, let me leave them the fuck alone. But you go up to him and you punch him in the face again, all right? You punch him in the face again because, yeah, you just punched him once. And that one time doesn't make up for the, I don't know, maybe 30 times that he took your lunch money. So you every day for... I don't know, two weeks, two months, whatever. Punch this dude in the face. Even though he does not put a hand on you, he doesn't say anything to you, he leaves you alone. But you are still going, and you are now punching him in the face, okay? That, in the opinion of those who believe in the oppressor versus versus oppressed phenomena, would say that you punching him every day in the face is okay. Because you were already damaged by him, and you are simply striking back at the person who um, was making you so miserable. Okay, does that make sense, guys? It, it doesn't really make sense to me either, but I at least understand where the mindset comes from. I just don't agree with it, okay? My opinion, it's always uh, you beat that bully's ass while they're bothering you until they stop bothering you. Now, the other side to that is, okay, well, then they just do something worse to you, so you have to keep it going. I don't look at it that way. I will admit to you guys that when I was in the sixth grade, I had a bully. I had a bully. He would every day, he every day for about two weeks straight harassed me. Um, when we were walking down the hallway, I was in the sixth grade. I was new to the school, and he was in the eighth grade. And one day, I got so tired of it. I did not stand up for myself. I was still too spineless. But I said, I will literally give you money if you leave me alone. Please leave me alone. I like I, I begged him. I told him I would pay him if he left me alone. And he looked at me and he laughed and he said, oh, that was my fault, dude. I, dude, I was just fucking with you. I was just messing with you, man. My fault. I ain't mean it. And ever since and since then, we were good friends up until he uh, graduated and went on to high school. We were good friends. Hell, I even had something like that happen to me, except mine was worse. I was actually like hitting this person, and I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing I was kind of banged up in the head because for some reason I thought that hitting somebody was somehow an act of friendliness. Anyway, that was also in middle school. That was whatever. That was something else, all right? 
What are we talking about? Ah, yes, patriarchy and misogyny. Um, now, in those instances of oppressor versus oppressed, because this is why a lot of women were justifying what this woman said to him, um, is that, first of all, the oppressor and oppressed are very strong words to use. You got to be really careful on how you use those, okay? Because if you were to look at, say, hmm, if you were to look at that bully situation, right? That bully situation, you were not oppressed, okay? Words matter, people. Words matter. Despite all the nuance that people try to, uh, uh, that all, I'm sorry, all the nuance that people have in their words, they actually do matter, and there's a reason why we use them, okay? And at least for me, you know what, let me actually look up what it means to be oppressed. Uh, to be oppressed says that you are subject to harsh and authoritarian treatment. Well, what the hell does, authori- does a, a, authoritarian mean? I'm stupid, okay? Uh, Authoritarian. Favoring or enforcing strict obedience to authority, especially that of the government at the expense of personal freedom. Oh, oh, oh. So they're talking about, like, when they, like, hack your phone and shit, right? Specifically that of a government at the expense of personal freedom, favoring or enforcing strict obedience to authority. Yeah, okay. So, like, cops and shit, like an authoritarian government. Okay. Oh, look at this. Someone asked, what does it mean if someone is oppressed? Yeah, to crush or burden by abuse of power or authority. Let's see. The country has been long oppressed by a ruthless dictator, oppressed minorities. Uh, okay, okay, okay. I get it. I, I think I get it. All right. So here's the thing. Men are not the authority. There is, oh my God. It's so, oh, they're so rabbit holy people. See, this is why. This is why we made the podcast in my head. This right here, people. Is why we had the podcast in my head because my thoughts run around just way too damn much. And then I got to vomit them onto this until somebody takes a clip completely out of context. Or even if you did have context of what I'm saying, it's not like it makes fucking sense anyway. <laughs> Try to make sense of it. Um, justify it because they say that they're oppressed by. The, okay, yes. So men. If you put us in the broad category, yeah, you can, you can, you can actually look at it as men have been your oppressors. However, how much of it is oppression if the people that are subject to it are complacent in it? Does at that point, are you oppressed or is there just a system? Because I see a lot, like I said before, I see a lot of people, and I'm going to on this one particularly talk about women for a second, who will say that they need to dismantle the patriarchy, who will say that we need to uh, to, to get rid of this generations of abuse and mistreatment and all of these things that are happening, but then will simultaneously take every opportunity that they can to reciprocate that same treatment to a man and i'm not sure if they and by they i mean women if they think i'm sorry the women who think that i'm not sure if they think that that's the way to like end this but it's not because the men that you're getting and this has always been my point okay is that the men that you are giving that mistreatment to because of how you've been treated by other men that's the thing it was by other men 
they're like, have you noticed that so many people, I'm not even going to say women on this one, that people will so often project their anger onto somebody who actually has not wronged them? Does anybody ever wonder why that happens so frequently? Like, think about it. I'm pretty sure that every guy out here can at least at one point or, uh, uh, I'm sorry, can tell you at one point or another when they were treated like they were an abuser, like they were treated like they were a misogynist or a sexist when they were not, which is a, which I might come back to that later because I'm not talking about dudes that say something that is misogynistic or sexist, but then claim that it's not. I'm talking about uh, when men are giving the broad stroke of being trash, right? Or men are given the broad stroke of being abusers. It's like, okay, even if if you took the, what, 600 and something thousand cases that were reported last year and you divide it by the how many billions of men are there in the world, it still ends up coming up to like 4% it still ends up coming out to like 4% of men. And there's but and there's about 2% more of women in the world than men. So you can't even say, okay, well, it's only 4% of men. If it was, you know, if there was 80% more men than there were women, but it's only 4% of men, then I would say, oh, okay, that's still a ridiculous skewed number. But there's only like 2% more of men in the world than women. Four per, so two times more than how many more men there are than women are the ones that are doing these cases. But we get painted with this with this broad stroke. But you're pointing towards dudes that haven't done anything to you. And that's what I don't understand. That's what I talk about when I say mistreatment. I'm not talking about somebody who says something and gets called out. I'm talking about getting painted with a broad brush. Frankly, I've been called, oof, oof, I've been, hmm, I've been, <laughs> I've been called a few things. A few things that I would honestly rather not repeat because they were actually kind of hurtful to my feelings. And like, what does that do? What does it do? I saw a story of a young lady. It was very unfortunate. She was talking about how she was uh, trafficked twice. She had trafficked twice in her lifetime. And I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about, I'm making sure that I have my story straight because I hear a lot of stuff with this broad brush, uh, broad brush stuff. So, um, oh, I lost my train of thought. Nah, damn it, I lost my train of thought. But, oh, yes, yes, okay. So this lady um, was trafficked twice and they were asking her to tell them who it was. And now this lady did not say who it was. She said that this person like knows where to find me. This person like knows that I'm alive. Um, I can't say who they are. I can't incriminate them because, you know, they'll kill me. The, the people that'll kill me, like they'll kill me and my whole family. I can't do that. All I could do is spread the awareness that this is happening. As much as that sickens some people, I actually uh, can somewhat agree with her. Somewhat, I do think she should have actually gone to the authorities and like gave us a sort of you know description or something, done something. Yeah, but then they won't do anything about it. They'll toss out your case because you don't have enough evidence. It happens all of the time. Yes, yes, I very much understand that. But let me ask y'all this, and this still ties into painting men with a broad brush. So if you're lost, I'm coming back to it. Okay. Let me ask you this. What the purpose does it serve? 
Hell, there was another lady who said, uh, I'm remembering that time that my abuser posted the video of me, of him assaulting me on Pornhub. And it's still there, but it's under my real name. Two things. First of all, I think that you're, um, see, I can't even say that she's not telling the truth because it, it, it's, you're literally not allowed. You're literally Especially not as a man, not allowed to say, I don't think that happened. But so assuming that all that happened, okay, that's what she said. <laughs> I'll see if I can find it, but I got to block out some stuff. I'll see if I can find it. But like, what is the purpose? What does it serve? Because first of all, your real name isn't here. So people aren't going to find it. Okay. So then you don't want people to find it. All right, fine. So you're just telling us that it's there. It's, it's like a challenge almost. Like, what is your, like, what is your purpose? What are you getting at? Do you want people to try to find your real name to then go find it? Because the real name wasn't on a profile. And then even if we do find it, even if we know what the guy is, what exactly, and I really feel like I've asked this before, what exactly do these victims in this case expect to happen from this? And I would love to hear the answer for this. Feel free to let me know on the official Facebook page for the podcast in my head titled as such. You are more than welcome to inbox me. You are more than welcome to uh, post anything. I'm pretty sure that I have it so that people can post things or share things that they would like to. Uh, I answer the majority of things that I'm sent, but feel free to tell me, like, what is the actual end goal here? Because here's my thing. If your goal was for them to be arrested and brought to actual, you know, legal justice, then you would have gone to the police. A lot. Of, I saw a lot of women in, in those comments saying, yeah, uh, he even said that he did it and they didn't do anything. So I totally understand why you're not going. I just don't understand why you're posting it on social media. Unless, unless what you are trying to do is get street justice. When you want people to go out and find this person, so then that way they can go do something to this person. And I'm going to tell you guys, I don't agree with that either. I don't agree with that one little bit because I just think that that's. We get it. Your dick is small. <laughs> yes. Throw some body shaming in there, guys. Um, I don't agree with that at all because, first of all, that's way too much power to give somebody to just say online, this person did something and we go get street justice from this person. That's just way too much power to give to people. And humans have shown time and time again that we can't handle when we're given power. Okay. We can't. Um, if that's your goal, then sure. If your goal is just to vent, well, then why are you telling everybody? Like, why are you trying to bring down everybody else's bad day? Believe me, we get that this, we know that this should happen. Mm, most of us know that this should happen. And I see, still see dudes that are like, what? Oh my God. What? Women are like this. What? They have to live like this. Oh my God. It's like, really fucking dude, were you under a rock? Like, like, what are you talking about? I don't know, maybe it's because I grew up and I spend so much of my time with, around, and talking to so many women that maybe I have this perspective. But, like, are you under a rock, dude? I don't know. But um, what are you trying to do <laughs> is my question. I, I just don't understand it. I really don't understand it. Um, but patriarchy, excuse me, patriarchy. Patriarchy, guys. Patriarchy, you know, the thing is that if it was, hmm, i trying to think of how to word this, because I have it typed on my phone, and I'm looking at it, and I just don't like the way that I've worded it. 
but I'm going to give you all the raw idea and see where I go from there, okay? You can't just cut off the buds. You also have to get to the roots. Patriarchy thrives on complacency and silence. Patriarchy is rooted in men mistreating women, but there's more to it than that. Patriarchy is the roots, and assault isn't the only byproduct. What was I thinking? See, I get these thoughts while I'm at work. I try to jot something down of, uh, oh, I'll come back to this later. Um, yes. Okay, I get where I was. I get where I was going with that. That complacency and silence that I'm talking about is actually what I mean when I say that uh, a lot of women I see are perfectly fine to perpetuate the harmful uh, patriarchy views that we have, while also saying that they're against it and they want to um, dispel it. That was what I was referring to, and it just like doesn't work that way because even even if that what that means is let's just say you can push a button you can push a button okay push a button and from this moment on no woman in the world is going to be abused or killed by their uh by their partner which is really what most women that's their biggest thing you know the actual harm that comes to women the pay gap they're upset about but it is lower on the scale um you know slut shaming they're they're upset about that but it's lower on the scale it's really the violence that they focus on but violence is not all of it violence is not the only part of our patriarchy and the problem is you have to pull patriarchy by its roots you can't just get rid of one it's like you want to snip off the flower that's like the wage gap for example and you want to snip off the buds that is um abuse and you know assault and such but there's other buds, there's other stems on the plant, and all that's going to do is they're going to grow back. Because because even if we had every man never abuse or hurt another woman again, if you still have women going around and doing the same that same treatment that they don't like, all that that's going to do is put us in the exact same situation that we were in before. However, it's going to be on the flip side. It's going to be the opposite. And here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing to keep in mind with this. And this is the big like light bulb moment for um, a lot of guys about something about a lot of women. And I'm not going to say all women, a lot of women, okay? <clears throat> a lot of women do not want equality. A lot of women do not want things to be fair. A lot of women do not want to have all of the same rights and responsibilities that men have. A lot of them don't, okay? A lot of women want the world to be better for them, okay? The world has been really hard on women, um, again, some places really harder than others, but it's, um, but they don't want it to be better. They just want other people, mainly men to feel as bad as they do. They want men to feel the same level of fear that women do like walking, like, like walking home by yourself. They don't, I mean, they want women to not be, to not be assaulted or to feel that fear when they are are walking, you know, at night or to their cars or whatever. However, their way of going about it is just to make men feel horrible. There's so many things. I saw a guy, he said, y'all make it sound like women can't use guns. And this guy was talking pro woman and women were agreeing with him. He was like, you know, you're saying women can't do, can do anything a man can. That's what guns are for. Yeah. That's what guns are for. Men carry guns too. 
it, they say that it's a bigger problem facing women. Okay, let's say that it is. If it's a bigger problem facing women, then how is there no smarter solution? Oh, it, it's so funny. Like it's it's really not funny, but it's interesting the things that like you'll hear women say in the name of women empowerment. Hell, I saw a clip of a dude he was sitting in a college class, and their professor said something along the lines of women uh can do everything that a man can do or see it was said some sort of like level type thing of like women can do things like better than a man can or like it was something along those lines and this guy in the class said so then how come they can't walk alone at night and everybody was upset everybody was upset about that and you know it's really crazy because women are more than happy a lot of women are more than happy to use uh, stuff like that in their favor to benefit them, but they definitely don't want it the other way around, okay? I'll give you guys a great example. A lot of women are not cool with the idea of body shaming. They don't like body shaming, whether you do it be for whatever reason, um, how she looks, you know, her weight, her height, whatever. They're not okay with it. Don't judge women's bodies. Women don't care about your opinion. Women don't put on their makeup for you. They do it for them, even though they do it actually for the approval of other women. Um, But they don't care. They don't care. Keep your opinions to yourself. And then we'll, but then women will also be the very first ones to refer to a guy's height as a reason why they won't be with him. They will refer to um, a man's money as a reason why he is uh, less than them, they will refer to, um, uh, <laughs> you know how many fucking videos, how many posts I've seen of women making jokes or insulting other guys on the basis of how many women they've slept with? I mean, think about it. Incel in its entirety is body shaming. Incel was made was was an insult that was made by women in their simp armies to use against any other guy who they deemed um, incelous in nature, even though in uh, oh god incels are people are are uh, means involuntary celibate it means a guy that can't get laid in case I haven't talked about that but we'll but we'll willingly make fun of a guy for not sleeping with women even though they don't want men to insult women on how many men they sleep with. So it's like, you know, that in order for the guy to have slept with a lot of women, that that would then mean that a lot of women would have to sleep with him. Like, do you not, like, what is that? That doesn't even make sense to me as an insult of calling somebody an incel because like they don't get laid. It's like, would you call a woman an incel? Like you don't call women incels. It's, it's weird. We get shamed on two different sides. Um, Oh man, Whew. patriarchy guys. Women say that they don't want to that they don't want to be objectified. They don't want to be objectified, and that they're worth more than their bodies. And you know that, that and and that's why they don't like being called females is because they like being called women because again they're more than just their parts and their bodies. They're actual people, right? And then, <laughs> but then 
when you ask a woman, well, why would I, for example, uh, provide for you? Why would I do all of these things for you? The very first thing out of a lot of women's mouths are, well, we make babies. We procreate. We carry life. It's like, I, I thought you didn't want your value based on your body. I thought you wanted your value to be based on your personality. It's it, it's all very confusing. But what I'm saying, and again, I'm not saying that women are the reason why patriarchy exists. No, not at all. Women are not the reason why patriarchy exists. Men created the patriarchy. But we needed the help of women to do it. And you know, here's the thing. If men were doing this, and if, if let's just say, right, let's say 100, 100, 100. 100% of men, 100% of women. If 100% of men were establishing this patriarchy and 100% of women were were, uh, were not okay with it, it wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have worked, guys. It wouldn't have worked. Because believe me, um, the assault, the um, the abuse, that will only take you so far. That will, only, that will definitely get you somewhere... Um, that has definitely gotten men somewhere with with women in the past, not places where they wanted to go, but it took them to places, uh, got them somewhere with women, but it doesn't work. It doesn't work, especially now in 2022 that we have, you know, social media and all this jazz all around us. So we really have a great opportunity to really pull patriarchy out by its roots. We really have the chance, the, the chance here. But as long as we have people that are perfectly fine to sit within the confines of that system, uh, it's never going to go. Complacency is the enemy of progression. That's what it is. And I'm not saying that it's on women. I'm. Uh, it, it, it is more on men, but we literally cannot do it ourselves. I mean, let's be real here. Let's be real. And I'm talking to the women on this one. Let's be honest here, women. And ask your, and ask your feminist friends too, okay? If men were to tell you tomorrow that the patriarchy was dismantled, actually, I'm sorry. A lot of the time when we talk about the solution and whenever men say, okay, well, this isn't cool. Like, um, let me think. I think of like sex workers, for example. Whenever a, a guy talks about how, you know, whatever negative thing he feels about sex work, about why, you know, it's not good, you know, respect your body, blah, 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 blah. A lot of women will say, well, this is a market that men created. Men created this market, so it's literally men's, it's not women's fault that men are willing to pay us money, you know, to see our assholes. It's men's problem. And it's the same thing with patriarchy. They say, well, you know, guys have to be tough. Guys have to be make money. And then women say, well, who told you that you had to make money? Uh, the patriarchy told you that you need to make money. The patriarchy is men's fault. Therefore, how are you upset about a system you created? And it couldn't be further from the truth. It's not a system that I created. It's not a system that we created. It is a system that they created. They created the system and I'm just in it. <laughs> you know, I talk about, I talk about how, you know, women don't care. This is what I'm talking about. I've known a lot of men that are just really, really stupid and ignorant and have lived under rocks. I've met guys like that. It's weird to me how you can't see that unless you truly do live under a rock, you know, in the middle of nowhere. I've met a lot of guys who do that or who are like that. But I have met far more women who are fully aware that the system is there, but they just don't care. They just don't care about it. But that's not my point. 
I was asking a question. Now you can ask your feminist uh, friends these two, and I'm really curious as to hear what you guys' responses is. Considering the level of mistrust that women have for men in 2022, the amount of disdain, the amount of hatred that women have for men, you say that the solution is on men, but if a man, but if men were to tell you tomorrow, if you were to wake up tomorrow and you saw news headlines, you saw a hundred notifications from different guys telling you, great, the patriarchy is finally dismantled. We can finally move on. Would you believe them? And the answer is no. I already know the answer. The answer is no. No, you wouldn't believe them. You would say bullshit. It's always going to be here. It's never going to go away. It would either be that or it would be where's the proof. I got to go look for it. You would go and start looking everywhere you can, left, right, up and down, men to women to uh, prove that the patriarchy is indeed still there. It's not like women would agree with any solutions that men came up with anyway. They wouldn't. And they would literally say, how are you going to fix this without women's input? So we quite literally need women involved in this for us to fix ourselves. But that's not what a lot of women want. They don't want to fix it for themselves. They just want to make things horrible for other people. It's not about making, I'm going to say it again, guys. It's not about making things better. It's about making sure that you feel as bad as I feel. Is that going to just about do it for me? No, I actually want to talk about something else. This one's going to be a long one today, guys, especially because I felt like I was kind of slacking on last week's episode. I'm not sure what happened, but in any event, I'm going to actually keep it rolling because I'm really rolling here. I'm actually going to talk to the guys again on this one because I do really believe that one of the better ways is to uh, get guys to go first. Uh, especially because I am a guy, y'all will listen better to me than you will women. And I'm hoping that women will talk to other women and, you know, we kind of should stay in our lane, which is kind of going to segue into what I was going to really talk about, which is, you know, I really feel like we got to be staying in our own lane when we're talking. Like I try, maybe not so much in earlier episodes of the podcast, but I actually really try now to not put words in women's mouths. I try to not put ideas in their heads. Not now when I uh, of just you know, oh well, women think this when they do this. I, I try not to do that because I understand that one, I'm probably wrong. Thirty mm, percent of the time, I'm wrong. One and two. What people got to realize is that for you, it's really difficult to put people in the broad, uh, to paint people with the broad brush of like men and women. It's really, really hard. I mean, even if you get to like black men and black women, it's still very different. Um, I'm assuming it's the same for gay men and lesbians. I'm assuming um, I don't really speak on their behalf either, but I try not to because it's not much what my uh, experience is. And I don't know much about it. And it's really interesting, guys. I saw this TikTok and it was from a guy. I'm actually going to find that one real quick, too, because I really hate when I don't uh, phrase these things properly. OK, so let's see. We're going to stroll through here for a little bit. We're going to go through here. We're going to go through here. Where did that little video go? Was it this guy? Oh, man. Yeah, here it is. It says, uh, 
So it's a guy and he's saying, well, she didn't like me because I was too nice to her. You know, girls don't like nice guys anymore. And now he's asking you, well, how about you tell me what the real story, like the whole story? Let me guess. You were being creepy, huh? Or you made her feel uncomfortable and you didn't even notice it. And then when she left you on red, it's, oh, girls don't like nice guys anymore. Like, get out of here with that bullshit. And that one hit really, really close to home. And it really triggered like a childhood memory for me because I remember most of through middle school and high school, I was having all these girls that I would be interested in and I would be trying to show them that I was interested in them. And the only way that I knew how to get a girl interested in me was to buy her something. And that was because when there were a... (laughs) A lot of the girls that I did like would ask me to buy them something. And in my head, it was a, oh, buy me something and I'll like you or buy with me or uh, buy something for me and I'll get with you or just something like that. And it wasn't until I was much older that I realized, oh my God, I really was that guy who when he would get turned down for being that nice guy, you know, who wanted to buy something for a girl or whatever, I would have those same responses of, oh, girls don't like nice guys anymore. Oh, girls don't like, uh, you know, good guys anymore. They just want the Brads and the Chads. God, I swear I, I would actually say Brads and Chads. They only want Brads and Chads and the guys that have cars because those were the those were the dudes that I was seeing Girls I was interested in leave me for, or not leave me for, but, you know, turn me down for. And it's crazy. I realized at this point that one thing that our society fails at immensely is to help our kids properly channel their feelings. And this is exactly what I mean by it. I want to make it very clear. We got to stop giving these simplistic uh the simplistic life advice to these kids, okay? I had women who told me that if I wanted a girl to like me to be nice, and that was what I thought being nice was. And then I had guys tell me that I had to be tough to get a girl to like me. And then after that whole being nice guy didn't work thing, I then started being the douchebag guy. And it's kind of funny. The actual funny part about it is that I will admit that I was much better off with women when I was being the jerk to them. And it was really making me realize of, oh shit, this is what the problem is, is that it's not that simple. It's not as simple as just be nice or be tough. And really it does more harm than it does good. You know what would be a great idea for us to uh, teach kids about? How about communication? I know, something that a lot of adults struggle with, something that I feel like we don't start early enough with our kids. Or how about, um, hmm, no, I think I actually just want to stick on stick on communication because what I said before, men telling me to be tough, women telling me to be nice, it's both wrong. That's not right. You know what they need, what I needed to be told? Have a personality because I didn't have a personality. I never even thought about attraction. And that's what we don't teach our kids. We don't teach them about attraction. We don't teach them of, you can be nice, you can be good looking, you can be all of these things, and a person will still not want you. And it's just because they don't. 
But the way that at least I felt like it was explained to me as a kid that had my own mental health issues growing up, that's not, whoops, that is about as unclear as unclear can be. And hell, you don't even really think about a personality. Shit, let me think. When did I start thinking about an actual personality and a person that I was with? Let me see. My three girlfriends in high school didn't have a personality that I got along with. It really wasn't until I was an I was an adult that I thought not only of let me uh, try to be with someone who has a personality that I like, but then to also have a personality myself. Because again, buying women things is not the way to their hearts. I'm, there are there are women. There are plenty of women out there who are totally fine with just being bought stuff, and that to them is showing them affection. You know what? Those were not the kind of were not the kind of women that I wanted. Okay, I wanted somebody who cared about me for me, but I didn't even know that that was a thing because no one talks about that. Hell, even in health class, what do they teach you in health class? This is a penis. This is a vagina. Wear a condom. Don't get STDs. Like, that's all they teach you. Nobody actually teaches you about relationships. And I understand. I understand that there's not a lot of education that you can do when it comes to relationships. It really is kind of a learning process. We all got to deal with it. But there has to be something more that we can do, something that we can do now that's better than what we've been doing before. Because a lot of men and girls too get lost in that, oh, be nice. And hell, um, I can't really speak for girls. Because, again, you know, I didn't grow up as one. But I would imagine that for a lot of women, they get told to be pretty. Being pretty, being skinny, that, like, that's the way to get a guy. You know, I'm going to tell y'all, that is a great way to catch men's eyes. It is the best way to do it. You, you really, hmm, I was going to say, like, cars, games, food. Yeah, there's really not much else that you could put in front of a man that's going to turn his head faster than an attractive woman. It's not enough. Being nice is the bare minimum. Having a personality, like, is the bare minimum. Being pretty and being skinny, or those are, those are superficial. You know, those are really superficial things. But... At least on the guy side, being nice is the minimum, guys. That's the thing. You have to be nice and have a personality. And I'm really hammering this point in. I'm really, really hammering this in because this was something that if I could have been told this, at least by somebody who uh, made sense. Hold on. Let me think. Let me think. Did anybody ever tell me this? No. No. Every girl that said no thank you, it was, you're nice but no thank you. And like, that's it. Like you're nice, but no. And it, it, it's again, to somebody who's young, who's an impressionable, that can be really damaging. And before I want to address one thing before, before somebody says to me, well, they were just saying that because they had to be nice because you know, you could kill them if, if they hurt your feelings. People we're talking about like middle schoolers and like barely even high schoolers. That This is what we're talking about. This that is very much that is very very much a problem that um, a lot of people face, and that is very much something that you should be aware of, of something that you know just could happen to you. However, I don't think that eleven in twelve, you know, at the time when it was like really most happening to me, I don't think that eleven, twelve, and like thirteen year old girls 
on the forefront of their mind when a guy is asking them out is let me be nice so he doesn't kill me or assault me. I don't think they are, okay? I could be wrong. I don't think that they were. At least, yeah, I, I, I don't think so. So, as you know, at that point in your life, I feel like it's just, it's just, shit, I don't even have a word for that one. I was going to say it's just mean, but it's not mean to get turned down. And it's not mean to say that somebody's nice because I understand it. I understand that, like, we are in this kind of weird part in our society where we tell people, like, be nice and don't hurt people's feelings. However, there is a time and a place to hurt somebody's feelings. And there's even ways that you could, I mean, but there's most of the time ways where you could say something in a better way that still conveys your point without hurting that other person's feelings. Uh, I quite frankly, that guy in the last little clip that I was talking about, about the, I wasn't looking for anything serious right now. Uh, his exact words were, I wasn't looking for anything serious right now either, which would imply that there was some sort of prior conversation, but see right now either makes it sound like she said it first. Oh, I'm not interested in it either. To me, sounds like, oh, she said I wasn't looking for anything, that she wasn't looking for anything. And he said, yeah, that's cool. I'm not really looking for anything serious right now either and then she said uh, you don't make enough money for me to take you seriously or hell he could have been going off on a rant he could have been going off about all the reasons why he didn't want to be with her maybe she did want to be in one she wanted to be with him and he said well you're this and you're that and this and that and i'm not looking for a serious relationship right now either and then she says oh, well you don't make enough money for me to take you seriously see here's my thing in my opinion if the guy was being a dick, if he was saying something that was insensitive, she would have included that in the screenshot. Mm-hmm. Yep. Point being, point being, guys, we got to do better than no, thank you, you're ugly. No, thank you, uh, you're, you know, you're, uh, you're nice. This it's one of the most damaging things you can say to somebody. I would actually love to hear from women to uh, tell me about some things that a guy said to you as to why he was uh, not interested, that while, you know, he may not have been wrong in what he said, he could have just said it a bit nicer. Feel free to hit up that podcast page for that one. Um, I'm trying to think, is there anything else that I want to that I want to say to that? It's, it's, hmm. Attraction is weird. Attraction is weird to explain to people because it's not just as simple. Oh yeah, that's what it is. It's, I mean, you could have a feeling for somebody and you not have that attraction. Shit. Even I don't have all the answers. I need to talk to like a relationship counselor or something, but that's what we fucking need in schools. Guidance counselors. Like what are, what what do guidance counselors actually guide you with besides what classes you're going to take for the year? Like, I feel like that's what we need guidance counselors to be doing. That's the shit that we need to be teaching about in health class. We need to be teaching people how to have a healthy relationship. You know, I I took a class specifically to prepare me to take an SAT, that college test that you go into, a class to prepare me for it. That class could have been preparing me for how to deal with rejection. That class could have dealt me on how to reject somebody. So many better ways that we could improve our education system. And uh, yeah, hopefully we get on some of that shit soon. Because as soon as we start breaking some of this shit that happens when we're younger, a lot of us take that trauma into that trauma and that pain into our uh, adult years. And it just all goes down the, down the rails from there. Because think about it. 
hell, let me just do it from the from the woman's. Is, uh, no, I'm gonna do it from the guy's perspective. Okay, you get you get turned down by a girl. She says, "Oh, you're nice," and then the next day she's going and she's you know with the asshole guy. Right? We've all been there. We've all seen that. Okay. Um, those kinds of things when you see that and, and you have that idea in your head, oh, she didn't like me because I was nice. We all know. Use your own uh. The advertisements that you get on your Facebook and such, as an example, you can tell somebody, hey, I'm actually looking to buy some AirPods and tell me that you the next day will not start seeing advertisements for AirPods on your shit. I think it's the exact same way. When you have that mindset of, oh, women don't want nice guys, they just want assholes. When you say that shit, I don't know who's picking up on it, but then that's the shit that you start seeing. Then you go on YouTube and you start watching fresh and fit videos and it just brings you down into that further rabbit hole until you're 30 years old and talking about how uh, how these, you know, used up women just just want a rich man. And, then you know, 20 years after that, you're Kevin Samuels. OK, anyway, guys, I think that's going to just about do it for me. Um, hmm, is, this, is that the season of accountability? Does that count as accountability of like? I know that what I did was fucked up and that mindset that I was in and that rabbit hole that I was in of hating women was wrong. I know all that, all that shit was wrong. And all those years that I was thinking that, um, and I don't blame, I don't blame women for that. I don't even exactly blame men for that. I blame what the patriarchy guys, you see what I'm talking about? See that when they talk about the patriarchy, they're not talking about, it's weird. They're not actually talking about men when they shit on the patriarchy. They are talking about the system that was made by men. And I agree on that. I just disagree with the idea of now because you're a man, it is now your responsibility to break this patriarchy. That I don't agree with. I don't agree with it with it being men's responsibility because it's not possible. Um Jesus, have I mansplained myself enough? Damn, Jonah, you've been going for almost an hour. Actually, I think it's over an hour. 20, 40, 50. I, I think I'm just hitting an hour, actually. Um, yeah, I think that's going to just about do it for me, guys. I, hmm, yeah, yeah. I will see you guys next week. I, hmm, see, I feel like I still have thoughts on that one. Yeah, it's just... I don't know. Is patriarchy another reason why our public school system is fucked the way that it is? But see, here's the thing. Men, I think what a lot of women don't understand is that there are a lot of men, majority men out here. What we do is for women. And I don't mean for women as in like, um, I take care of myself so that way women like the way that I look per se. I mean, or, you know, I'm, I'm wearing this to look good for women. That's not what I mean. I mean, like, what I say is, um... Hmm. <laughs> I was gonna go into some horse shit thing that I'm pretty sure had nothing to do with this act in, in actuality. All I'm saying at the end of the day is that if this, oh yeah, if the stuff that men was doing didn't work, we wouldn't do it for the most part, okay? Outside of, uh, hold on, outside of abusers, okay, who don't care about whether or not they have women's approval, for the rest of men who do generally care 
about having the approval of at least a woman. Most of what we do is for that purpose. Hell, look at rappers. Rappers are the biggest fucking simps you will ever see in your life. And you know why rappers are simps? Because they live that lifestyle with the idea of it giving them women. Like, that's one of the biggest things. Look, you, you ask a rapper well, what they like about being rich. What's, what's, what's fun about being rich? Okay, you can go buy whatever car you want. Sure. It goes from A to B, speed. All right. You know, they all go to A to B, but sure, some are faster than the others. Okay, fine. You get to eat whatever food you want to eat. I mean, in your town, unless you live in, in like the middle of Oklahoma, you can find plenty of food that you want to eat. Hell, I'm a big fan of barbecue. I don't have to go. I don't have to fly around the world to get pulled pork. Okay, I'm just saying. Um, and women, and, and and women. That's the perks. Cars, you know, cars, houses. You know, yeah, cars slash houses, food, women. Like, I'm gonna be real with y'all. I don't really actually see much other point in being that level of rich because here's the thing: you can make sixty, seventy thousand dollars a year, hell, eighty, eighty thousand dollars a year, and you can still eat the food that you want to eat. You can still go to where you want to go. Um, shit, you don't even have to make that much. What was what? A was what forty dollars an hour? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can make like forty dollars an hour and get to go and get to go where you want to go. You can make thirty dollars an hour. Uh, and if you, you know, don't have any kids or anything like that, you can go where you want to go. But the people who are making the millions and the billions, yeah, those people, those people aren't doing it because of themselves. Those people are not doing it because, oh, it just happened to be that way. Nah, those people are doing it because they, because like, we like women. And you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is what a, a lot of men will tell other men, at least now. And it's something that I can sort of appreciate. Okay. Focus on yourself. Go to the gym. Get yourself in good shape. Focus on your money. Get your business started. Put that. Put some extra hours in at your job. Work on yourself. And when you have those things, women will come to you. Now, see if you're a guy who's just who's just looking for 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 something casual, but you're not getting, but you're not doing well. That works just fine. You work out, get some money, and believe me, there are more than enough women who will just sleep with you on the basis of you being good-looking and you having money. Hell, just being one of those would get you in the door with a lot of women. If you have both, it's a bonus. However, if you're looking to get married, if you're actually looking for a life for somebody, yeah, dude, you got to have personality. I'm going to just say it. You don't have to have personality to get laid. You don't. You have to have personality to find a actual life partner because you can find a wife and then not be a life partner. You'd be together for a year, two years, and then you split up after that, and then you're paying alimony or child support. No, 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 no. I'm talking about an actual life partner. You got to have a personality because that's what a life partner is going to be attracted to. What in your personality is something that they can sit comfortably with for the rest of their life? It also does help if you have uh, financial stability. It also does help if you're at least a base level of attractive for that person. But really, for life partners, you're looking for personality. But if you just want ass, yeah, get your money up and uh, and bulk up. Whew. Yeah, that's definitely going to do it for me, guys. I will see you all next week. Thanks for dropping by. Uh, appreciate all the people who are telling their friends about the page and about the podcast. Uh, welcome to all the people that are new to the podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, you're more than welcome to uh, tell me how you like it, even though I kind of strongly prefer that you not to, just because it'll put me in my own head. And that will 
do it. You guys have a good one. See y'all next week. And please, please, regardless of how somebody turns you down, do not, I repeat, do not choke anybody. Thank you.